Reading from the Sri Chaitanya Bhagavad. Anjulila, I think it's three or four of, of Adikanda, Anjukanda of the Chaitanya Bhagavat. I think chapter three or four, I forgot. Um, but the, you, you could find out and just put a little note. Um, text 130. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Emata Prabhu Katadina Se Grame. Nirvaya Achena Nidja Kirtana Vidane. In this way, the Lord passed a few more days, fearlessly enjoying Sankirtan pastimes in that village. Om Agyana Timarandasya, Gananjana Shalakaya, Chaksur, Unmulatam Yena, Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha. Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale, Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati Svapadantikam. Vanchakalpa tarubhyas cha kripa sindhu bhaeva cha patitanam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo nama. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda Siyadvaita Gadadhar Shivasa Degor Bhaktivrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from Vrindavan. It's like a dream. It's really like a dream come true. I do feel like a fish in water. And by the mercy of all you, um, the time in the West was very productive. And if one thing it did do, it created, because I've been going to Vrindavan, this is, I've been here more than any other place for 45 years. You know, rarity increases some, some things value. So I can see how the mood of separation and why you need separation and why even on the highest level, Krishna is in Vrindavan, he goes to the forest during the day, the residents of Vrindavan are in separation, and then the, the trees bloom in jubilation when Krishna comes, and when Krishna leaves the forest, the trees wither, and the residents of Vrindavan, are, the residents of Braja are, are jubilant. The embankment of separation, so I can see practically how it works. The, just the smiles and the Rade Radhes from the bridge bossies and being picked up by Gopal. He's, he's, he's been doing this for 40 years. Gopal bridge bossy, he's not a driver, he's a respected bridge bossy. Even when I go to Delhi and he drops me off at someone's house, they respect him as, and they invite him up for prasadam and honor him as a respected Brijabasi. 
So it 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 was it was wonderful and uh, uh, by far in and excuse me for speaking about myself I'll get into the shastra but by far in the forty five years that I've been going to Brindavan I it's not even close I never had such a smooth trip uh, it was so incredibly smooth I even had deep sleep on the plane. Uh, just a little bit, and then was able to sleep on the car here. And I haven't been jet lagged. I've been up all day. When as soon as I came to my room in Vrindavan, I, I sat on my bed and chanted. And then uh, one very good student friend, very close, Mukunda Marari, he came to my room at about 11 o'clock with this couple, I guess, wealthy, very wealthy people. You wouldn't know it, very humble people. And I went to the forest of the Vrindavan and I had those Brijavasi rotis. And honestly, and even Mukunda who goes to me, it was inconceivable how good they were and how inconceivable the doll was. There's no food that even comes close. There's nothing, nothing that comes even close to the, the, the bridge Basi rotis I had today with that family sitting in the in the forest of Vrindavan with, with the Mollies, the gardeners, and the, the bridge Basis and so it was a good sentiment. Of course, people are visiting me also, whatever spare minute. I'm not chanting, there's someone visiting me. So many people that I know from here. So, yeah. Maybe in February, I'm thinking maybe I'll have a Govardhan retreat when I live out there. Be interesting to have a Govardhan retreat. That's what I'm thinking right now. Okay, well, anyway, we want to enter into this place. And, and that's also, I realized when I first entered also, even though I tried so hard, that consciousness is most important. Due to the separation, I, 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 I entered much more quickly than I usually do. It, it, it's, I, I give the example, I, I like to create my own analogies, but I give the example of a, a dog whistle. There's something that, that you can't perceive, but because you can't perceive it, it doesn't mean it's not there, but there's a method of perceiving it. So in the same way in Vrindavan, there is something that is here that you can't perceive. And if you don't have the proper method to perceive it, you'll see something very, very different than Vrindavan. And even when I came, it hit me because, and, and you know, I was prepared, prepared in the consciousness. When I was praying back in New Jersey, in agony and separation, that The value of Vrindavan is such that when I come here, 
any difficulty I undergo is a small price to pay. And I yeah, and I yeah, I have to be matras, sparshas, the konteya, sitoshna su, kadu, kada, agama payano, nityas, tam tatishasva, the nana the non-permanent appearance of happiness and distress and their disappearance in due course of time is like the changing of the summer and winter seasons and one must learn to tolerate them. I'm not coming to Vrindavan to be the enjoyer controller and Krishna will test that. And how will he test that? He'll move things out of my control so I won't be in the illusion that I am. I was thinking, you know, that when I came, you know, first of all, when I came, you know, no technology worked. Even I got my phone fixed and then I got a notice that it shut off immediately and no technology worked. They were supposed to fix this in my room and they came yesterday, the person, and it wasn't fixed and I wasn't going to be in for them. So I was expecting, and I was expecting one should learn to tolerate them. I'm not here to be the enjoyer and controller, so I'm not under the expectation that things will be in place for me to do so. And I'm in that consciousness because that will be tested for someone who makes the vow, I'm going to stay here. I still haven't booked my ticket back. I, you know, I, it's, I mean, it's not going to be a super long time, but it's, it's anywhere from, you know, one to five months, probably more close to the five months, but I can't say. But once you make that vow, when I become peaceful, and control, then I will see Vrindavan. Like taking a picture. You need focus and you need perspective. The focus is the pure mind that comes from seriously practicing bhakti here. And the perspective is the association of advanced devotees who give you that vision. You know, in the Shastras, you know, things have to be applied in the modern age. I, I sometimes joke in the Bhagavad Gita, Prabhupada said the paint staking life of sannyas. In the modern age, is the painstaking life of everything else but sannyas. <laughs> and you can see that I'm here. My, and you, what can I say? But, but what was the pain's what was the painstaking life of sannyas meant, meant to be? It means in, in previous cultures, people's material lives are intact. And intact meant they were able to, they had more control over their environment to construct it according to their psychophysical needs. Ladies need to be married. They were married young. And, and there was a system that it was reasonably compatible person needs an occupation according to your propensities. There was work for you to reciprocate in the society. 
and you didn't have to get it on, on hard. That's why, why do people like COVID? They're working at home. It's, it's more Vedic. <laughs> I think it's Vedic getting in a subway, getting in a train, going someplace for an hour and a half in, an hour and a half out, going in a subway, finding parking, going in the Holland Tunnel. Some people like it. So people lived in communities. A friend of mine, Tejas Prabhu, who probably is in the top five people in the universe in terms of the time he had his, was personally associating with Prabhupada. And his book on that will come out. And he's a very close friend to mine. Prabhupada told him to start the Kisan movement the farm movement, because when he was 18, when he was very young, when he was very young, he was in the Peace Corps. And his forte was agriculture, efficiency in agriculture. So Prabhupada gave him that mission and like everybody else, it kind of gets, Prabhupada leaves, this, uh, the great Acharya leaves, it's predicted that there'll be disturbance Disturbance in the world, this prediction of be disturbance in the world, in, in, in the society. And certainly he faced that. And then when he got a little older, he said, I have to take up Prabhupada's mission. And he, he went to Boston and he lived in the Boston Temple and spent two years studying economics. But real economics, sustainable economics, and he read everything he could on it. And he made a calculation that 75% of all people's problems are solved by being, being born, growing up and dying in the place, <laughs> the same place. This modern culture where you have to travel around. I, I spoke about the four pillars, I, I named them, but the four pillars of stable life, partnership, guruship, place, occupation having those things, a society would provide those. So the, the, the energy that becomes wasted. But, but so, so people's things was more intact. It was more in place. Families were nourishing, the relationships were nourishing. And there was a certain attachment that came there. It was meant to make you peaceful so your mind can engage in the higher endeavor of self-realization, but also there was a certain attachment there. And sannyas meant to give that up and go to the forest and, and take away your material protective agency so you can experience God and not have the illusion of your house, your family, and all these other things that you seem to think that you have controlled. So I was aware of that, at least for me living in the West, it was very, very easy. Everything was provided, everything was in place. And I was prepared that that's not the way India works, that's not the way Vrindavan works. But why am I here? I'm not here to put the world around me to suit my sense I'm the controller and enjoyer. 
I'm here to put God in the center, to put Krishna in the center of my life and to surrender in his, to, in his, to his will in a way that my heart can deeply feel his presence and my personal relationship with him. So I also noticed that, you know, immediately, nothing's working here. You know, I went into my bathroom and this, this is, I'm gonna move out to Govardhan now. I'll still have this apartment when I come to Vrindavan. But, you know, what happened here is that the owner, who was a Russian banker who was in jail for seven years for embezzlement before, and people still trusted him, <laughs> and everybody knew it. Somehow or other, he had to skip town and there's no one in charge of this place anymore. And the generator blew up. This used to have a rule that the generator was on after 16 seconds. I've never seen that. Now I look in my bathroom and I look up the ceiling and there's somehow, and there's no way to do anything about it because this place is not controlled. There must be some broken pipe from someone else and the ceiling is like peeling off and, you know, but, Krishna tests you, and, I, and I, I, I'm ready for the test. Am I here to serve God, or am I here to be the enjoyer and controller? And the second option just doesn't work, and people never stay for long times if they're in that consciousness. And therefore, Prabhupada said you should stay three days or three years. Of course, this is a me metaphorical statement. This is not a literal statement. It means... If you're going to stay longer, be cognizant to develop an attitude of seva so that you're moving and cognizant with Sri Radha's will. Because if you're a disturbance to this place, you'll be a disturbance to you. It'll be a disturbance to your mind and you'll be driven out. Not many devotees have stayed here for a long time. Prabhupada was in his room and there was a tape and he was talking to someone. He said, even a dog at the end of their life goes back to Godhead. That is the glory of Vrindavan Dham. <laughs> the glory is that there's a force. There's a force that's moving with Krishna in the center. And that's what's so wonderful in this place. Just when I came in the morning, I was chanting, it was somehow very, very quiet. I have to say, when I came in, the streets were spotlessly clean. I was shocked. There's good management here. There's a sannyasi who's the governor <laughs> of Uttar Pradesh. The largest state in India, the governor is in Saffron. And he takes care of the holy places. There wasn't a piece of paper out. You know, this place for India. I'm sitting here and I'm listening to someone singing. That's all I hear is someone singing and singing from the heart and sing. God is in the center and there's an energy that's moving forcefully to that. And there's another analogy I, 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 I made up. It's a vineyard because the analogy is, is there's an energy 
And if you're moving with the energy, it's the greatest place in the world. And if you move against the energy, it's the most difficult place in the world. And I describe it's like on a, 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 wind, a sailboat, the wind is going forcibly in one direction. If you are going in that direction, life is easy. If you're going against that, the wind in another direction, then life becomes very difficult. And it's the same thing here. And I'm cognizant of that. That we have to be very, very focused. I've lived here long enough to know Dom Tattva. You have to be here in the mood of service to Guru and Krishna. The mood of service. Prabhupada's not here, but his instructions are here, his orders are here. And I'm doing Niyama Seva. It's traditional. Niyama Seva means, I, I, I joke, it's blissful, boring life. You do the same thing every day at the same time for one month. Just devotional activities. And you make a vow for devotional activities. So anyway, Radhe Radhe. I love seeing everyone. Some of you know, I saw Bunky Lal, the rickshaw driver. <laughs> love them all. I love them all. But I realize so easily you can miss the whole thing with external vision or moving in the wrong direction or being here trying to be self-centered or being self-centered and coming here. You can miss the whole thing. And then you're going against the wind and it's a tough place. But those of you I know, I've helped guide many of you come here and we come in that mood of being fully engaged in Krishna's service with the Puriyatra and different things. And, and I've seen how people came and they listened and they just kept it. And it's wonderful. And they went on prikrams and they kept active and they didn't be in the mood of control and joy. Serve Krishna and the next thing, and it's very easy. And this, there's this class and this prikram and go around here and go there and, and, and then come in here class and then go there. And, 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 and wow, what a place. And that's what spiritual life is, is, is if you have the same objective as God, which means the same objective as the conductor of the symphony, then beautiful music is made and you are part of it. And if not, there's no beauty, there's no harmony. So, I got a nice room, don't I? This is how Ananda, she personally came here and constructed it. And as you though to hear, it's perfect for my preaching sitting on my, what is it, my asana, that's them, you can't see it, but sitting on my asana, there's my asana, like so many people can fit into the class. Okay, so 
people are advising Lord Chaitanya that he should leave Ramakali because the king has taken notice and it's close to the capital of the king and a policeman has reported him. Miraculously, the king had a favorable impression because he saw how much Lord Chaitanya could command, how much he could command respect. Well, the king could only demand respect. Says a rich man is, is, is famous in his old town by a wise man is respected around the world. At least that's the way it used to be. So the king, who's a Hindu hater, surprises everyone. I'm situating everyone's heart, and for me becomes remembrance, forgetfulness, and knowledge. And somehow or another, God can inspire anyone in any way, and somehow he inspires the king with perhaps his love of power and seeing how powerful Lord Chaitanya is or whatever his aesthetics, Lord Chaitanya is so beautiful. Somehow he tells no one to disturb him. But still people can understand that when someone is not fixed in Dharma, then no rite dasiti dabato he's on the mental plane. And the mental plane is the consciousness where the single most important thing is the degree of your own personal pleasure. And you'll endlessly calculate to see where you can eke out the most pleasure. And generally, it's not very, it, it, it's not very good for making decisions, to say the least. So the king is on the mental plane. Somehow he likes this, but you know, I gave the example of Kamsa. He liked it. He was he, it was his, his sister, and he was you know he was driving. He had the ego. He was driving the chariot, taking his sister to her new husband's house, and then the Akashvani came and says, "Kamsa, you're such a fool that you're the eighth child of your wife. Excuse me, the eighth child of your sister." Devaki will kill you, and immediately he changed his mind. Because the primary conception of, of material consciousness, what to speak of demoniac consciousness, is what activity will best put me in the center for control and enjoyment. If murder is that, then, then that's my morality. If killing my sister is that, then that's my morality. Of course, Krishna's father was Anika Dundabi, because when he was born, people knew he would have this quality of Ashabanda, that his determination, his, his hopes, his desires cannot be bound by everything. He had that wonderful quality of determination. which is the one of the qualities of Baba Bhakti in relation to devotion, because the devotee, he, he, he just so cognizant on Krishna's mercy that even though he feels he has no qualities himself, even though he feels he has no qualities himself, he has so much faith in Krishna's mercy that he's hopeful for devotion in any circumstance. You can't, 
bound bind his hopes. Krishna is merciful. He is merciful. Patita Pavana, Hetu. He's come, Patita Pavana, save the most, to save the, the. So, so Krishna's father thought, I mean, I know Kamsa is narcissistic, he's demoniac, but he looks at him and says, how can you kill a woman? This is called ranking per rank outs. We used to call it in New York. You rank someone out. I guess it means you lower their rank. <laughs> it's when you really rad his rank out. How can you criticize someone who is a woman, who is your sister, on the day of her marriage, how low can you go? So he considered that, but ultimately what was his consideration? That was one consideration. What will it do to my reputation? But his higher consideration was let me live. And so he, he, he wasn't able to stop him this way. So they, they can change in a minute. And because they can change in a minute, because they can change in a minute. The advisors to Lord Chaitanya said, you have to get out of this place, especially because the king wants to see you. And Lord Chaitanya said, the king wants to see me. What power does he have? And, and Lord Chaitanya manifests in his own words, his Aishwarya, his power, I'm omniscient. What power does he have? And we also have to be cognizant of that. Our abilities to do things and the inspiration to do things is dependent on God. Without that factor, nothing will happen. And what Chaitanya is saying that, he does not have the power to kick uh, do anything. He wants to stop me, let him try. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna. Krishna, Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Rama, Hare Rama. Rama, Rama, Hare Hare. Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, Hare Bo, And Lord Chaitanya just continued to do the kirtan. He just continued. Fearlessly, fearlessly, near boy. Near doy means without mercy. That's the God when Lord Chaitanya took sannyasa and he left his mother crying near doy without compassion. He just left his mother and he crossed the river. This is near boy without any fear. Of course, God doesn't have fear, and those who surrender to God don't have fear. And the Bhagavatam says, if you want to be fearless at the time of death, then chant here and remember Krishna. Because the more you do devotional activities, 
and identify with the person who's doing those activities as a devotee, do you have cognizant and realization of your eternal nature, which is not subject to the vikara, the, the transformations of the body? And I, I shared my own realization. In my devotional career, I've had certain, we all have our dark nights of the soul. I'm kind of have strong nerves and but you know, I have my challenges. I remember one particular challenging time and I took shelter of the cabin at Gidanagri and I was chanting all day and feeling such relief because I understood the activity I'm doing and the person who is doing it does not end with this body. And I got just a drop of fearlessness. I was thinking, I can't believe I am 71 years old. How the hell did I become 71 years old? You know, I'm on the plane, I look around, I am the oldest person on that damn plane. <laughs> I didn't see anybody older than me. I am a senior citizen. And look at the future, trust no future, however pleasant, look at the future. What is coming in the future? It's reality. Prabhupada was in his room and talking to his young followers in 1976 when he was leaving the world. He said, don't think this won't happen to you. So what should I think now? What should I think now? But I have some determination to be, become detached. Don't be concerned with destiny, how the world moves around you, which is beyond your control. Become concerned with your free will, how you react to your destiny, which is a reflection of the real self. And therefore you get the conception that There is a consistence in that service to Krishna, which never diminishes. That's why in the Bhagavad Gita it says, Neha Bikramanasho Sti Pratyavayo Navidyate Swalpamapyasya Dharmasya Trayate Nahatobya. In this endeavor, there is no loss or diminution, and even a little endeavor in this can save you from the greatest type of fear. The greatest type of fear is what happens after this. And if you don't know, that's a great sense of fear. Death. But he reasons ill who say that Vaishnavs die, but Vaishnavs die to live and living spread the holy name of the world around. Death is the death is the dissolution of the false conception of the self. So the more you identify with the false conception of the self, the more you become fearful and experience death. The illusion of non-existence. And the more you identify with the real self, the servant of Krishna, you become fearless. You become fearless. So here... 
of course, Lachaitanya is, is in the mood of a devotee. He's fearlessly doing the, the sankirtan. And that's the beauty of Krishna consciousness. We are not alone. God is always in control. You know, we, we look at the world and I'm just looking, it is insane. It is going crazy. But then there's that solace that come. Krishna or God is in control. There's no one else in control. And if Krishna wants to kill you, no one can save you. And if Krishna wants to save you, no one can kill you. And you have that conviction and you have that faith. But the more you are self-centered, and your activities are based on the conception of me, 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 controlling and enjoying, which we're terrible at. And the, and the Kali Yuga is terrible at it. It's, it's the worst place to be the controller. The more you do it, the more you become fearful. And the more the more you turn from God or turn from yourself, which is a servant of God. Because we always have to have identity. So if you reject one identity, you'll adopt another identity. So if you reject the identity, I am a servant of God. I am a servant. You know, I really appreciate, you know, Satru Maja's assistant, Balade Vidyabhushana. He's 70 years old now. He still sleeps on the floor next to Satru Maja's bed. <laughs> he has the conception, I am a servant. One who serves God, is the karmana with his work, manasagira with his words. Nicholas Tuavapta Jiva Mukta, that's liberation. Muktir Hitva Yata Rupam Sarupena Vivastita. What is liberation? Muktir Hitva, you give up. Yata Rupam, that which is external to the self. Sarupena Vivastita. And you become situated in not yata rupam, but swarupam, our own real spiritual identity. So he fearlessly set the example of enjoying Sankirtan pastimes. Ishvareda, Icha, Ujibhara, Shakti, Kara. Nagalena Matura Ferila Arevara, who has the power to understand the will of the Lord. He did not go to Matura, but returned back. So he was on his way to Matura. Now he's saying, I'm going to have to go. He said, Bhakta Shabha Shtane, Kohilena Ekata, Ami Kalabhana Nilachala Chandra. He said to all the devotees, I will go to see Nilachala Chandra. He wanted to go to see Jagannath. So who has the power to understand the will of the Lord? Who has that power? 
we can't even understand the will of the Lord in terms of what is happening to us. And that's, that's illustrated in the story of Bhishma, where he asked his grandfather, you know, I've been so righteous, why am I suffering? He said, no one can understand the inconceivable will of the Lord. Because it's inconceivable what it takes to purify us. You think of a person you think is the most conditioned person in the world. What would it do to make him a saint? What would it do to give up the torturous, self-centered, egotistical consciousness? What would God have to do? What kind of circumstances would he have to put the person in? How would he have to humble him? We can't understand that. It's just too complex. Too complex. But God has figured that out, but we can't understand God's will in relationship to ourselves. Only that we can understand it is God's will. And by God's grace, he gives us a glimpse of, he gives us a glimpse how that's God's will. I look back at my own life and actually can see the purification in my life. One devotee came to see me today. I'm very close with one devotee and, and they, had a breakup in a very close relationship. And they were tortured by it. But we both noticed how much that person has become so much more soft-hearted. I have a theory about the law of karma that everyone has perfect karma because everyone has the perfect light experiences in their life to make them pure if they can respond properly to them. So it's a perfect, it's a perfect design. So I look back at my own life, I look back at all the faults, I look back at the conditioning, I look, I look back at so many things. And I'm thankful. I'm thankful because taste for the holy name and devotional consciousness is worth any price one has to pay for it. Utsayan nistya dartat tatat karma nivart. Utsayan nistya That's why a devotee is patient. That's why a devotee is patient. He knows that there's a price to pay. And why is there a price to pay? Because the thing we have to give up for our benefit is the most painful thing to do so, which is our cherished attachments. And it starts, it's like peeling an onion, it starts with the gross ones. And they become more and more subtle and we have to get rid of our selfishness. So when God is bringing us closer to ourselves, he's taking away those very things 
sometimes that we we cherish most in one sense on the material platform. So there's such a connection with what God does to us and our suffering and elevation. But some people just see our suffering because they don't have enough experience and taste and value of the goal. Because then they'll understand this is, this is a small price to pay. And therefore, one of Brahma's really wonderful prayers, he says, Tate nukam pam susamikshamano. When there is difficulty, if you want to get, if you want to inherit the kingdom of God when there's difficulty, you bow your head down and say thank you. Because you understand that this removal of attachments and the suffering that it causes is absolutely necessary to get rid of the very things that cover your soul from the connection to God, which actually gives us inner peace and happiness. He said all to the devotee, I will go see you in Lachala. E balish vantantra paramandaroy chalila dokshina muke kirta. After speaking these words, the supremely independent, blissful Lord proceeded south while enjoying kirtans. Let me go. And then he just turned and he went south. And God himself relinquishes control in one sense to his Leela Shakti. He has to subject himself to things that willingly he doesn't know so that he can have the surprise and emotion connected with them to raise his own appreciation of, of, of love to the highest degree. One second. Okay. Now let's relish now rasa. I gave some tattva. At that time, Lord Gorachand arrived in the house of Advaita. So now he's going back. So he, he, uh, as Shantipur, the reason Advaita became overwhelmed in his son's association is most wonderful. Listen happily to that narration. So now there's another story because Lord Chaitanya's Leela is also about his devotees. Because devotee means connected to Krishna. So whenever you hear about a devotee, whenever you associate with devotee, there's a great connection to Krishna. Advaita had one son named Advaita, named Chutananda, who was a qualified son. He was renowned throughout the world. So he had some sons and three were devious and three were, were pious. And sometimes the Supreme Lord does this on purpose because he knows that nepotism will ruin the Guru Parampara. So even Prabhupada's own sons were not qualified to carry on the Guru Parampara. And I think in one sense, because if they were, the nepotism would continue, then it would be his son's sons. 
And that's not what Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita. He says, Janma Karma Chame Chaturvanya Maya Shrishtam Guna Karma Vibhagasa. Position is created by Guna. Chaturvanya Maya Shrishtam Guna Karma by one's work and one's qualities. So if you look at look at the story when Krishna left the planet. It ends with a fratricidal war where all Krishna's descendants are killed. What Chaitanya himself did not have any children. And Vaitacharya, some of his sons were. So this is common all the way up to Prabhupada. He had one simple son named Vrindavan and one very, very heavy son named Mathura Mohan, who sued to own Iskand because he was Prabhupada's son. By the arrangement of providence, one day an exalted sannyasi came to the house of Advaita Acharya. On seeing Advaita, the sannyasi hesitantly stood there. Advaita offered respect to the sannyasi and had him sit down. Advaita said, oh, go side, please take your meal here. The sannyasi replied, give me the alms that I desire. I have a simple question I wish to ask. Your answer is all I request. Acharya Balena, Bhage Kari Bhojana. Wait to try it. First take your meal, then you may inquire for me. The sannyasi said, I will first ask my question. And wait to try it as you wish. The sannyasi said, tell me how is Keshava Bharti related to Lord Chaitanya. That's his sannyas guru. It weighed the thought there are two relationships, worldly and spiritual. Although this Lord, Supreme Lord has no father or mother, he is glorified as a son of Devaki. From the spiritual point of view, he has no spiritual master. Yet whatever he does is glorified by everyone. Okay, I'm going to start here because I can I stop here because. I actually see a, a kind of jet lag right now hitting me, but it's not so bad because it's six o'clock at night. But uh, just again, I do not take it for granted being in the Holy Land of Vrindavan at all. Okay. Jet lag is going to hit in about 10 minutes, but it's not so bad because it's at night. Jamunajaya, please share with me any point that you appreciated. Hey, Bill Maraj. I'm so glad you got there safely. So glad you're back in the Dom. Best. <laughs> so, and, and you're, I have so many, so many wonderful points, but I, I really love the, the point of don't be concerned about your destiny, which you cannot control. Be concerned about your free will, which you can control. And it's making me think of, you said this to us, my first trip to India, and you're not the controller, not controller. And I remember we were on our way back. Our flights got all wacky, and we were there at the airport, and we were running around. And all of a sudden, one of us said, remember what Mirage has been telling us for two weeks? We're not the controller. We're not the controller. So it was our lasting lesson. So thank you, Maharaj. Right. This free will has to do with consciousness. Mm -hmm. Free will is, is, is to be used 
to elevate consciousness by responding appropriately according to your psychophysical nature and, and the laws of God and what is said in scripture to your circumstance. Mm. Moving destiny around is just material consciousness. Mm. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Garage. Kadamba, how are you? I would not be satisfied until I actually saw you there. So I'm so happy to hear that you had such a smooth travel experience and that you're there. It's great. Wow, what a trip. I, it was just, you know, I when I got to the immigration, it wasn't long lines and they didn't check anything. <laughs> so all the forms were filled out and the test was there and it's registered with the airport and that's forwarded to them. So immediately you go and they let you through. And then my bag was the first one off. I got it and I, I called up Gopal and Gopal was right there. I got in his car and my, what is it? Um, some kind of shakti where you can sleep. So I just slept comfortably in the back seat of the car until we got to Vrindavan. Okay, nice to see you, Kadamba. So happy. Thank you, Garash. Okay, anybody else like to say hello? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. It's Leela Rendavan. I'm currently in the airplane, ready to go, but I was really grateful to hear wow. your class and hear you in Rendavan. Oh, that's great. Okay. Hopefully you'll be able to come. There shouldn't be any problem, especially after January. They're probably going to open up international flights. Come on in, Akinshina. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Thank you, Leela. Good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Gumaraj, Tota Gopinath here. Kishore Radha. We had a great ride to the airport. Come on in. I'm glad you made it there. Yeah. Hi, Bo. Girma. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Wow. Thank you for coming to class as you promised you would. I couldn't miss this one. I wanted to see you safely in Vrindavan. So I'm so happy that you're there. I'm so happy too. Okay. Okay. Haribo. See you, Hare Krishna Maharaj. Let's plan something in Govardhan for February. Yes. Let me settle down and I'll start making plans. We should all save up for that. Yeah, okay. that's that's specifically more Govardhan because I'm going to be moving out there. Wow, great. Okay. That's great. Thank okay. you very okay. much. Thank okay. you, Maharaj. Thank you. Anybody else say hello? Hi, Griffin Garage. Hi, Vo. Hi, Vo. See you there. Those were great potato paratas at the airport. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad that they were good. About 8.30 at night. Washed it off with a Go Macro bar. <laughs> Perfectly digested. Okay. Anybody else? Say hello. Hi, Paul. 
Okay. Okay. Let's make a tentative plan. Let's have a Iranian Vaishnav gathering. In Gobernau. I'm so glad that you're there. Whoa, that's your village, your your farm. Wow. Yes, yes, Wow. Okay, Haribo. Anybody else? Okay, thank you. Hare Krishna Guru this is Brajarade. Brajarade, Haribo. Everyone was talking about your ladus at the Vyas Puja. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Okay, I'm going to go now. You see, I made it and uh, I knew I would. The only obstacle was whether I would be connected by then, but the Internet people who happens to be named Giridaj Sharan, uh, he sent his people to fix it and make it monkey proof. Okay, Haribo, why don't you call Pajuvish?